the dessert. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast and we overanalyze episodes of the Australian soap Neighbours. It's very important, the work we do here in Melbourne's PirateNet Studios, mobile PirateNet Studios, we have set up in, I forgot what we call it. Oh, this is the apartment where um, Leon David lives. Yes. Yeah. Eclipse Apartments, yeah. maybe? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leon David's old apartment where we've set up. And I'm Vaya. I can never suspend disbelief. I have CJ, the hot mess mum, Catherine Jones. Hello, Hello. everyone. I have Beck Dahl, legal, legal Beck. I'm back. Yes. I'm excited. Oh, it's been so long it's since been we've far seen too you long. in person and we're allowed to see people. And uh, return guest as well has been on a few episodes of Neighbours, Trash on the Joint with his uh, partner in crime, Rosie. <laughs> it's... Michael Chamber Chamberlain. I am back, yeah. I, th- I think it's been about three years since I have been here, and I have a lot of questions, and I can't wait to find out the answers. I, you asked to watch a few episodes. I'm, I was I got through one and a half, not through any dislike, but just by the fact, I mean, I'm flat chat there. Yeah, of course. And I, it's I, not even football season. I'm hooked. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm, I, I loved it so much. It's amazing. And Chamber's first question to me when I asked him to do this episode was, how's Millsy going? <gasps> R.I.P. We've yeah. got some gaps to fill in. Yeah, for sure. So when I last think I came here, Millsy was maybe a, was a teacher and maybe he might have been getting into maybe something a bit naughty with – would it would have been B at the time? It was Xanthi. Xanthi, yeah, sure. Um, I'm not sure how that panned out. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he was above board. Not good. Oh, no. Beck. Did you get to see his bare ass? No, well, that's the thing Vay said the other day. There's, uh, there was Millsy's ass. That's on all the show. I said. Literally, that's all I said. I mean, I, that says it all, really. I can't believe that they actually showed a butt. I, yeah. I, I know. Tell you what, I am an old school neighbours person. They showed Craig McLaughlin's butt years and years well, ago. They, that's, they deserved that. Because I feel he like that. he might have got caught in a towel, <laughs> kind of uh, got locked in yes. the door. That Something thing. like that. Does that mm. ring a bell? Mm, how the mighty have fallen. Mm. And he had to run away, and they showed a bit of you know Craig McLaughlin butt. Well, let's all watch that tonight together. Just to get a few more hits on that. Well, mm. I can show you the Millsy's butt from my personal collection. And later. and in fact, Chamber, the UK got a more revealing frontal shot. Like not not the whole nine yards, but a bit of buzz, bit of landscaping, bit of small Millsy. Yeah. Truly, really. Apparently, they they got a bit more of a hint of naughtiness than we did. What the hell is mm. happening to neighbours? Yeah. When did it turn well, Pornhub? <laughs> Not well, soon enough, CJ. Well, they had so what they had this amazing week that I didn't, but other people on the podcast have called Bum Island. Um, they had an episode on at the normal time, and then one later, it was an hour later. Yeah, yeah. So you know, suddenly it was Pornhub. An hour dark. later, and actually, Beck Dahl, legally or Beck, is celebrating an important milestone birthday next week. And um, maybe you're heading over to Adelaide and are you looking to recreate some of the festivities that Ellie was for her big birthday? Well, I will be. I'll be doing my very own Bum Island. Thank you for asking, Vaya. <laughs> I'll send pics. They took a boat to Bachelor Tim's Billionaire Island to camp out and then Millsy... Um, Wait, Bachelor Tim. Yeah. So is this like an Epstein thing that we're Billionaire <laughs> Island? Like, what's going on? They didn't dig that far into his background. I mean, would it... Sh- Anyway, let's. And 
then Millsy showed up. He became evil again. He was yeah. good, then bad, then good, then bad. Susan took him in. He turned evil and then tried to kill everyone on the island and um, shot Gary Canning with a bow and arrow. Not before time, some might yeah. say. <laughs> so you said that before. And so, Kath, like, why did Millsy turn evil? Well, originally, so he had a brain aneurysm. Last that you uh, saw that him. would do it. Yeah. But he got knocked out from the aneurysm and maybe some other stuff, but had amnesia and couldn't remember his whole life. And it turns out that he had been abducted as like a 19-year-old, yeah, 19, by like a cartel in South America or something. Mm. And all of that came, it basically ruined him. And his parents, his mum wouldn't pay the ransom for him, just his boring brother. Yeah. No way. That's yeah. some John, John Getty and stuff And then there, Sean, his brother, Millsy's brother, went missing in the Alps hmm. and turned up seven months later. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm actually surprised you didn't just guess all of this, Chamber. I mean, it's quite straightforward storyline. So like, what was the character's name? Oh, God. Um, Finn. Finn. <laughs> Finn, that's right. Finn, yeah. And so why, how, how did he get involved in this South American world? Like where... I think they were just on holiday or maybe like he was at uni. He'd done like one year of teaching Mm -hmm. at uni and it ruined him. But, I mean, who can blame it? His mum literally said, I will give you all of the money but I only want one kid. See, it worries me because in my family there's an ongoing, you know, story that my brother is my mum's favourite and we all say that. Like that's what the Rebeccas are saying about Jay. Correct, but we've never actually come to a situation where Anne Dahls had to pay off a cartel (laughs) and quite frankly I don't want her to because I'm a bit worried that Tom's coming home and I'm going Millsy style and everyone's going to say my ass on Channel 10. Anyway, whatever. And in the UK they'll say a bit more. A bit more. Anyway. A bit of Tasmania. Lucky them. Uh, now, that's caught Chamber up to speed and that's yeah. what you missed. So neighbors. then how did Millsy leave then? So he oh. shot the guy with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Which doesn't really sound like a, th- a South American thing. Like, um, I feel like oh, no, South America was like a decade ago, but he, it made him regress. Oh, of course. And obviously, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. understand Duh. the character development. Yeah. But, but so the, how did he leave? He went to Torch Bum Island. Like he set it all on fire. Yeah. Um, and then ran after um, Ellie, jo- Jodie Anasta's character. Mm-hmm. Like found her in a, like an Airbnb somewhere because she said, oh, we're going to start our life together. And then he, no, then he kidnapped Susan mm. oh, for kicks. Right. So was this the, like a kind of season finale? How they wrapped it up in this story? I don't quite know where their peaks and troughs are in terms of uh, uh, big ratings episodes. Maybe they have to do one for the UK audience, like about about June, and then have to do one for December. No, but aren't neighbours like the zoo? They only close on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. That's it now. Yeah, Yeah. that's right, Beck. So at the moment, let's slip into Neighbours Council business. Sweetie, it's just business. So the UK is now a month behind Australia with episodes because Channel 5 did a COVID panic and just yanked them from air. Even though Fremantle Media is like, we've got plenty of episodes in the can, guys. <laughs> like we're filming around the clock. And we've been parallel with the UK this whole time. So I don't quite know. But they timed this particular series of episodes to coincide with the 35th anniversary of Neighbours mm-hmm. in March. So it's coming up to the bummer we're calling it. Um, but then Millsy died. Is The, sh- the long of the short of it is um, oh my God. Millsy I mean, dug a grave for like to put Susan in or whatever. break it to me like that. <laughs> like how do you die? Bow and arrow, long surely. And happy life. No, he didn't really. Um, he, um, he coward punched himself in the head. Yeah, well, he was digging a grave. Really? Yeah. Mm. 
And then Ellie, they thought Ellie did it. And so she, um, and because Toadie represented her, she went to jail for his murder. What the? And she had a four-month-old baby that she's like, well, I'm taking the baby to jail. Oh, my God. And then um, there was like riots breaking out in the prison. Oh, my God. It's an insurrection. um, Trump 2020. Because Madeline West is in there as as fake D, as Andrea. She's in there. Kerry Armstrong's in there. There's riots happening. And she's like, well, I can't. I guess I'm going to send breast milk home. Oh, my God. I'm loving every moment of this. What a journey we've been. This is only in the last 12 months. I mean, dude, like, I've missed so much. And, like, three years ago, there was, like, uh, there was a mum who was about to have an affair with a stepson. (laughs) I mean, who isn't? Oh, I mean. Would that be right? in line behind me and Vaya. Wait, who are we? <gasps> Ned. Yes, Ben Hall. I mean, Ned. <laughs> yeah, so was, was it a mum and a stepson? Is that right? Or was it a mum and a, a, mum and a um, friend yeah, her, her, of the brother? She, they weren't married yet. It was his dad's girlfriend. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was so saucy. That was so Now we what just happened? Have... I, I don't think I actually... I, I think when I did it last time, like it was more like kind of just, you know, little lingering glances over the, you know, a cup of tea. The pool fence. By the pool, and yeah. And he, he dropped his dax. Um, he was putting the washing out and she sprung him and the tea dropped the towel by accident. And, and so did that actually ever happen or did they? N- no, no, but um, one of them had to move they, because well, it was firstly, getting too much. They kissed by the pool, I've got to say. Oh, that. I forgot all about um, that. You he, really focused yeah, on it. I he, think. Why wouldn't you? He kissed her and then she's like, no, 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 no. But there was like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Then she was like, no, 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 no. But she chose the father. And Ned, like, moved on, but moved on all over the street. He, so she was, like, a woman in her late 40s, and now he's got a girlfriend who's literally 19. I can't, I'm actually, actually, I'm not ready. Last time I was here, I had some real issues about Ned and Yashvi, and I'm still not over them, so. Me either. I don't know, they're really good. Yourself. They're really good buddy-buddy on Instagram there. We're so, we've got such good friends, no, no whatever. I don't, I don't care. You're not a good TV couple. <laughs> I'm because just, Ned should either be with Vaya or me or his stepmom. That's yeah, the that's only option. Ch- no, actually, okay. I've got a fourth choice back. Chloe Brennan. Mm-hmm. Or Amy Greenwood. Yes. He's yeah. got chemistry with okay. both of them. Well, you have to have chemistry. I don't care that the writer's room plots out the whole freaking year with post-it notes on a board. B and Levi have no chemistry. Sorry, anyway, I jumped Vaya ahead. and I have some stuff we need to work through. You've got to have the sizzle. Okay. Um, Can I tell you my favourite? I love it. <laughs> I know. Side note, CJ, what have you observed right now? Uh, Beck has wine on her top. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah, it's to great. get some nappies there. Anyway. <laughs> I think I've told this story before on the show, but I, my favourite Millicent story is that years and years ago in Sydney, my friend um, said to me, do you want to go watch the footy at the pub? And I was like, yeah, sure, sure. And he said, do you mind if I bring my friend Rob? <gasps> and I was like, yeah, no drama. I was like, I don't care. And we get oh, to the pub. And, and they said, he's a Hawthorne supporter. Well, he is a Hawthorne supporter, yeah. <laughs> but like Kindred. But then he showed up and um, and I, it was Millsy. And I said to my friend, I was like, a dude, um... Just so you know, like in future, like when you say you're bringing Rob, yeah. you're bringing Millsy. It's, no, you're bringing Rob Millsy Mills. <laughs> no, you're That's bringing his full name. Australia's Rob Millsy Mills. You're not bringing Rob. <laughs> it's Millsy. Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't have known because I would have dressed differently. But he was a lovely guy. Lovely guy. Oh, yeah, nice to have a chat with. Yeah. Salt of the earth. And I need to know that. Speaking of the Australian Idol alum, well, the, no, the Australian reality, reality television alum, Chamber, Michael Chamberlain, has a link to one Bonnie Anderson, B. Nielsen. What contractually can you say? Wow. I think I can say whatever I want now, yeah, because it's over. Yeah, so I, I, I wrote on the, the Masked Singer um, in 2020. Um, it's a fucking hit. And uh, <laughs> look, it, it, <laughs> through it, no work of my it own. It lifted us up in, in oh, lockdown. But it, we, it was joyous. We, it really we, was. Got, we got on the final day, literally like an hour before we were filming the final episode, we um, had a COVID outbreak announcement. And so we all had to go into, well, most people had to go into like two weeks of quarantine. 
Um, and so I was in a hotel in Southbank in Melbourne, not too far from where the studios are in Docklands, and um, just in a hotel room for two weeks, kind of like in my tracky dacks and my um, crappy pyjamas. And he could hear a beautiful voice. Well, there was a voice. So for the first week or so, like every kind of second day, I would hear like this someone singing like about two or three floors below me. I'm not really sure where. Like Aurora in Frozen 2. But it sounded very nice and I, and I kind of actually got to a stage where I'd kind of heard it and I kind of opened the door and kind of enjoy it like like Italians on the balcony <laughs> hearing opera singers sing when they were in lockdown. And I, I didn't know that. Because we we generally don't know we're playing along. Look, so none of the crew, the staff of the Masking, is allowed to know. Who no, the we, have, we are. have no idea. So we're generally playing along like like people are at home. But I was like, oh well, I, f- I figure like that's probably Bush Ranger by the fact that she would have been in the building and mm. and so I could. I was about to say I was serenaded by Bush Ranger, but wow. no, I think she was just keeping the keeping the pipes warm, you yeah. know. Well, obviously you were in the good hotel. They obviously went right. Who do we have to protect? Number one, Bonnie Anderson. Number two, Michael Chamberlain. <laughs> and after that, who cares what happens? Well, that's actually interesting because we weren't actually in like an official hotel quarantine scenario so we kind of probably maybe gotten a nicer one than it was like not that it was like over the top it's like a quest but it's you know nice and you know not rubbish but yeah less less it is i'd say yeah Uh, yeah, Mm. i think up there yeah Mm. yeah and at the time they had to cut her out of her neighbor's plot lines because they didn't factor in her quarantine and so all suddenly b was facetiming wasn't she facetiming from europe or something yep uh, Sydney. No, because she'd been to Switzerland, so they'd already written her off to Switzerland for a couple of weeks. Sure. So they didn't have any other excuse. So suddenly they're like, B's really stressed out about the fact that this guy won't call her back. Literally, this guy, Paco, won't call her back. She's gone yeah. to visit her mum in the Blue Mountains. <laughs> well, wow. no, or Sydney. Or, I don't know. Northern Beaches, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. From one lockdown to another yeah. one. Um, I think that could be a Netflix movie. The journey you, of uh, yeah. quarantine, lockdown, serenade. Mm-hmm. Already named it. Well, it will be a lockdown. Uh, it'll be a lot of. Uh, I think the first act would be me doing my taxes. <laughs> Hot <laughs> for, <laughs> for two years. Like I did two years of taxes, and like I called on my account. I was like, "Yeah, I've done the other year." And she's like, "We don't, we don't need that." Yeah. <laughs> like, why? And why then, have you done that? Then on Tuesday, you watched The West Wing. And yeah, then basically. <laughs> yeah, I read a book, and I was like, you know, kind of, I caught up the emails. It was actually quite relaxing. Well, the footy was on too. I think you could watch the footy. There was the footy on. Yeah, I, I tell you the weirdest thing actually, and and this is, uh, I felt so bad about this. Um, so I looked out the front door of my hotel room to see where people were putting their rubbish, and people were just putting their garbage bags just out the front. And I was listening to a podcast on my phone with my headphones in, and I dropped it, and I was like, kind of fumbled for like to catch my phone and I turned around and I locked myself out. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) But luckily I had my phone and so I called downstairs and I said, "Um, I've locked myself out of my room and they're like, you're not meant to be out of your room. I'm like, no I'm shit. aware of this. <laughs> and then they there said, are flaws in the hotel quarantine system. <laughs> they okay, sent someone up to you know put me back in my room, and I just stood there. I was like in like you know trachydacks bare feet, kind of in a singlet, I think, and just stood about ten meters away, just like with my head down, like a naughty little boy, just kind of like, I oh, know, I oh, know, I did a bad thing. And that is Michael Chamberlain's evidence to the quarantine <laughs> royal commission into the anyway. Hotel that's why Melbourne was in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> now couple of items of business. Thank you to Laura and Paul for joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash neighbourspod. And sorry, it's just got a really weird message in the inbox that I've never seen till right now. It's just all in capital letters. Hey, hey, Vayer, V-A-Y-E-R, all in capitals. Have you ever had Paul Robinson on Neighbours before? That's it. Oh, my God, who's that? Someone called Jaden. And have you, though? No. 
CJ oh, would lose her mind. I would lose my mind. CJ's got the He'd do it. He'd do it. We would wear matching shirts again, like when Ball Van Hall came on. He would do it. The problem is that we I don't really approach the main cast unless they've got something to shill. Sure. Like sure. And, fair enough. Fair and what enough, is yeah. he? He doesn't need he doesn't he's, need me. No, he doesn't need If us he's doing at all. a play or something and he wants to get some bums in seats, come on down, Stefan. We've got a seat with your name on it. I yeah. wouldn't be able to cope because he'd be so much shorter than me. Um, <laughs> like it would not just a crime. Be, he, he, it would just be a lot. He's a no, po- it's not, but he, like for me. He's a pocket rocket. <laughs> yeah. But he's I like that in a car. He's keeping it tight though. Like, yeah, he is like yeah. looking looking fine. Oh yeah. Um, you know who else he is too? Cameron Robbie, Margot Robbie's brother, just announced as a guest uh, role. He is smoking hot. I mean, he's a model. He mm. is a beautiful, beautiful man. Could I be his mother? Probably. <laughs> anyway, irrelevant. Back to that whole Ned storyline. Could I be his mother? Is the follow-up children's book to Are You My Mother? Yeah. No. Could I be his stepmother? Yeah. Just yes. Showing Not pictures of hot young men. Related. Could I be your mother? Yeah. Where do, do I come from? Hendrix. Yeah. Jay. Do we Am know who he's gonna play? Somebody called Jesse, who's a lifeguard. Sure, love that because there's so many beaches in Erinsborough. No, I mean, but, that but adds there's up. like three pools on Ramsey Street. Yeah, but you don't need a lifeguard. You don't have to hire a lifeguard there for a private pool. Um, have you been in a pool? Have you been to Erinsborough? <laughs> Maybe this is why we have the rooftop pool. <gasps> Lassiter's ah. rooftop pool. Oh, okay. Got to yes. get there. Okay. Ned did um, a soft launch. He, 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 did it. <laughs> he was organising and he did a soft launch and then he rage quit his job that day. Yeah. Anyway. I served um, Stefan Dennis in a bottle shop when I was about 18. Lovely. Because you do, on, maybe I mentioned that you know, on this spot or, as well, or on junk time. Because you guys, well, you guys do footballers in real we life. Do footballers in real life, yeah. But he he called me out because the fact is, like, often people would come in and be like, "Hey, I'm having fish. I need a wine to pair with it." And you're like, and you, you kind of look at me like, like, why are you coming to me? <laughs> yeah, I just want to tell a small bottle shop story that I feel is now's the time you started this. So yeah. I, I feel like the, the the crossover I thought I was going to get with the AFL factor. Has led me into many avenues I didn't anticipate. So well, we'll just go down there. Yeah. So, yeah, this is where we go. So I grew up in this small town in South Australia called Wyala. And in Wyala, we had this drive through. Um, it was called Bottle and Bird. So you drive through. One side is a chicken and chip shop and one side is a bottle shop. So you awesome. drive through that and you're like, fucking brilliant. can I get a chicken, minimum chips, peas and gravy and a carton of West End Draft? And what are your peas like, and gravy doing well, in there, Bahia? That is so well, good. It's got it's peas and gravies without yeah. chicken and chips. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, but I think Bottle and Bird is the greatest thing ever and I feel like it's my duty as a native of Wyala to share that with people. Dude, Beck and I, we go in together. I'm happy to open up a bottle shop and a chicken shop. We're in. Like, let's go. Like, let's sign the contract right now. That is the greatest idea I've ever should heard. Should we call life. it? <laughs> what should we call it? I think you should call it the same thing. I'm sure there's a legal way to do. Why that. don't we call it Beck and Chambo's Bottles and Chips? No, I reckon we call about it. We should we call it? Um, don't worry about it, Dal. Oh. <laughs> Actually, that's great because you don't have to worry about it because you're like, oh, shit, I got my carton but I forgot my dinner. No. Or I forgot my dinner but I don't have a bottle of Sav Blanc. Oh, happy days. And I don't want to get out of the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, if people can f- feed chickens to me through a window, I'm more than yes. happy. But, but Stefan well, came in and, like, and, he, and, he, and often people would come in and say, like, you know, what do you reckon about wine? And you kind of like, the very least I knew, like, it would go from, like, dry to sweet yeah. in, the, in the fridge. Mm. And so I'm like, well, these are dry and... Yeah, those are sweet. And then, and I remember him saying to me, like, he kind of called me on it. And he was like, I don't think these were the words. It wasn't as harsh. But he was like, you don't know what you're talking about, are you? Do you? And I'm like, no, I really don't. I really don't. It's 
hundred percent. That's a Paul Robinson maneuver. That one. Sorry, yeah. Barry. I feel like we're going very off topic. I apologise in advance. No, that's look. This is how we roll. It's been a long time since four people have been in a room on in the land of neighbours. So it's we just didn't know that what the ingredients would, what dish the ingredients would produce, and this is what you're getting. Because you're doing business with you. Now this is very apt because I want to talk about food. I want to spend most of the rest of the time sure. discussing some food choices over at the Ken Den, Casa Kennedy, with Bonnie Anderson, with B and Levi and friends. The pizza oven. Yeah, mm. we'll get yeah, we'll get to that briefly. I didn't put this on the agenda, but when I sent Chamber the episodes to watch, he suddenly got a bit excited to see Des. Des is back. <gasps> yeah. When did he come back? Okay, there's a lot to catch up on here because Des was in the very first episode. I would suggest yes. when Daphne, his then wife, who then died in the car crash, mm. who got killed by Greg Fleet, the comedian. Mm. Oh, not in real life. He was an actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, so Des, if I remember correctly, he. Was he engaged like six or seven times? I feel like his backstory was that he was engaged like five times and then married Daphne. But then did he get engaged to plain Jane Superbrain? Mm-hmm. And wow. now she is back. And they had a quickie wedding during the night death episodes of Neighbours last year, um, the 35th anniversary. During the day, they had five weddings. Well, it's maybe three and a bit weddings. Um, and Des and Jane were was one of them, and that was a real flimsy premise. They kind of got them together. But one of them was Sky and Lana, Steph McIntosh, and her crush from the 90s, early 2000s, yep. and Olympia Valance and Mark Brennan. And th- theirs was one of them, and then they broke up because they realised, oh, you can't decide in one day to get married and then expect that relationship to last. Some pe- For some people it does. Sure, For them sure. it did not. Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson are very happy to this day. <laughs> words, yeah. um, they made I a really good film. I on this show I that I wanted Des and Daphne to be my mum and dad when I was a kid. So I still have a close connection to Des and I love to see him at any and all times on my screen. Any opportunity to hear the word Drongo of an evening, I'm happy to have it. He's back because – so Sheila, Colette Mann, was going out with Clive Gibbons. Yep. They had a long-term relationship. Clive was back. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. back in the main credits, mate. He's yeah. got prime real Killing estate. It. And now he's struck up a romance with Jane and they just work. They're just divine. They do puzzles together and they go to bed and breakfast together. They watch Antiques Roadshow. Mm. They're on the same level. Mm. Like they're just – you know, like they're getting off the lift on the same level all the time, yeah. those two. And they're just, they've got the same tune and vibe going. Whereas Colette, she's just up here. And, you know, poor old Clive. She's, she's on a more exciting level, to be honest. Yeah, but her energy is just huge. And he's got Clive energy, mm, you know? Yeah. That big Clive energy. Big mm. Clive energy. And I love that whenever he's trying to navigate these difficulties, like he doesn't want to make Sheila feel bad, he keeps saying to Jane, oh, but you're such a kind and good person. and. Stop. He, oh, he just... I reckon they do some dirty stuff, though. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. Actually, how they got together, Chamber, sure. is at the Kennedy's Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, uh, Roxy spiked the punch. So then we cut to, because it's COVID, there's not much kissing on screen, cut to the next morning, the two of them wake up in bed together. Ah, uh, gotcha. And then we're like, oh, no, our friendship is ruined. And then they went, it's okay, we don't, we've got other friends. So wait, can I be clear? So... Clive and Jane are dating? Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. So Sheila's called in Des because she's not ready to let go of Clive and okay. she wanted Des to... A bit of a kind of like a make him jealous kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I mean, Des is the man you call in <laughs> for that scenario. Yeah, obviously. I can picture Clive and Jane together. Yeah, I think that I could, I'm happy for that to work. Do you think picture it work it too out, hard. I do. Yeah? Yeah, I think... Like um, are we building up to like a wedding at some scenario? Yep. Yeah. 
And also, I think Kate wants them to move into one of the houses together. Yeah, the jive, Already, the, yeah. jive, the jive dive, we've called it. Mm. And they're only, they're only been together for like a month. Okay, so. gotcha. But okay, now I'm worried though. I don't want to be too quick. But. Well, it's neighbours. Sheila did pretend to be going out with Des, but no one bought it. Mm. And then she wanted to go home and have, um, she wanted to be his dessert. And then Clive was like, that's medically unsound. And, <laughs> And it all crumbled from there. No. Sheila because just she had a, a heart maker. condition. Oh, okay. Yeah, not gotcha. for like, not just judgy. Gotcha. <laughs> He's not a prude. Yeah, you I got was excited fine. just then, Michael. Whenever to say to a woman I've dated or have dated or will date, <laughs> that's medically unsound. <laughs> um, that's hot. That if I tell you what, that is what women want. That is that is the big secret. I love that men, Mel Gibson film. Men who are listening, around pointing at women, <laughs> saying that is, that is med- medically unsound. Put that cigarette out. Round. <laughs> <laughs> um, Calm so me down. The name Mel Pearson came up. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, so so so. If I'm correct, that's Mel from way back. Yep. Mm. She popped in last week. Dude, I'm loving it. I'm yeah. loving that stuff. She had coffee and she's like, Jane, Clive's no good, mate. He's stringing you along. She was like a bit of comic relief floating around the town, and she still sees a um a clairvoyant. And um, is she gone now though? Was that just a small? Because I could do with more of her. Yeah, one episode was not enough. No. But I wasn't going to talk about them much because I want to talk about the main event. Oh, sorry. Which is, so last week we had Lawrence Lung and talked sure. about the big blackjack ring that's going on. Young Hendrix oh, Grayson. There's a lot going on. Hendrix is the son of Bachelor Tim, millionaire Tim. And he... Billionaire. Billionaire. And he's been cut off from his dad. He's been trying to make some fast cash. And what do you do? Do you go to a casino? No. 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 Sorry, but there's a step before that, babe. Do you get a job? No. <laughs> No, you immediately bet on the ponies. Yeah. That's what you what? do. Chamber, what was your first job at 18? Um, bottle shop. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. your first? Yeah. Beck, what about you? I worked at Target. Beautiful. Good afternoon, customers. The time is now 5.55 and our store will be closing in five minutes. If you'd like to make your way to the front registers to finalise your purchases. <laughs> on behalf of the management staff, we'd like to thank you for shopping at Target Centrepoint. Shut and trust up. you'll call again soon. Thank you. That stresses me out because I don't have all my items yet. That's Ladies bullshit. and gentlemen. These, these thongs are too expensive. We have a little lost boy in the store. His name is Michael and he is... <laughs> 40-ish years old. He's wearing a grey cap and a blue and white striped T-shirt. If his mum is in the store, please make your way to the front register. Stefan Dennis is searching for a red wine, if anyone could. Please assist uh, the man. Michael Chamberlain has no idea what he's talking about, so uh, come to the front counter and we'll assist you. That sounds like a What do you mean you don't take paper notes anymore? Did you keep your receipt? No. Once someone told me she didn't have a receipt because her sister died in a plane crash and her sister had the receipt. That's a true story. <laughs> Guys, there was also a man that used to come into our Target. I, open, open, I haven't even got to the good bit. There was a man who used to come into our Target, open the magazines and kiss the women. And the best one was a guy that used to, this is a bit Target up late, go into the change room, no, put no, on women's underwear no. and jerk off and then leave it on the counter. Oh, dude, dude. Oh. And this what. is why Hendrix doesn't want to. A shitty job. I wish You're I'd right. play blackjack. Yeah. Quite I tell frankly. you what, yeah. Scott Morrison should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> it's amazing yeah. I've turned out as well as I have. Hendrix wanted to bypass all that malarkey and he got in <laughs> way over his head and within a month... Hey, we're bearing the lead. <laughs> There's some good target stories right here. I've got to save it for my offshoot <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> Confessions of retail workers. Yeah. I haven't even hit the good stuff. Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, move on. Sorry, though. No, don't ever apologise. 
Hendrix, right, got so far in debt that he got death threats from the blackjack organiser. Fancy ones too. He but, just had bullets sent to him. Yeah. And, so, and just, Fight Club Kane is like the Christy Thomas of clubs. He is the like the president of this blackjack mm. ring and he's really organised and onto it. I love a babysitter's club thanks, reference. Thanks. thanks. Could I clarify that um, in the edition of Sweet Valley High when the two twins oh. at, at April Fool's would prank and they'd pretend they were, weren't they, they were the other person and then one year they decided to not pretend they were the other person and it caused a lot of problems, just to put in a reference to... It wasn't as good books. as the episode where they pretended there was a triplet named Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so did Hendrix lose the house in a card game? Mm. Guys, I don't want to get all lawyer, but I have 150 Please, legal, legal, Beck, we now get requests from you for our, from our audience on Twitter and Facebook asking for your opi- your professional opinion, so which, by that, the way, she's going to start charging, guys. I think it happened last week, so I didn't watch last yeah. week. But is that actually what happened? Yeah, he bet his stepmother's house. <laughs> sure. I mean, that old chestnut. Am I old enough to be your mother? Yes, and steal your house. And he, Fight Club Kane said, look, I'll wipe all your debts yeah. or you give me this house. But didn't he only owe him like 10 grand? That's yeah. where I got confused. I was like, I feel like that house probably, I don't know, there maybe what like half a mil? I don't know what's oh, the house worth. More, yeah, more seven hundred. Like so. no, more. Probably in the nine hundred. Oh. How much did the Kennedy's oh, house? That get? was over a mil. Yeah. So it seems an unreasonable. Anyway, I'm oh. trying to make sense. Of CJ, something. I want, I want Kane to move in and it just be part of his story. Becomes a title character. <laughs> He moved in because of the card game and he can bring all those people, you know, these little gang of mismatch. They can be his roommates. Yeah, that like people say, what what brings you to Erinsborough? Oh, I'm going to run a cafe. Oh, I won it. I won the house. Yeah. So now I live here. Yeah. Like, you know, the death lottery, those things that have a house in them. Yeah. Yeah. I subscribe to one because I'm convinced I'm going to win the house in Brighton every year. Um, Just like that. He's like, I got it off some idiot kid. Yeah. Who just gave me his at mum's house. But there were some kind of good characters in that kind of room during mm. the week playing the card game. Oh, the, the, let them move in. Yeah, the, the box of misfit toys were mm. beautiful. And one of them had a starring role later in the week, Chamber. You didn't watch these episodes. We are, by the way, doing a um, paddle across Monday, Tuesday and a bit into Wednesday episodes. Oh, God, it was amazing. It was. I was really into this, the way it played out. It I mean, was for a minute. And then so the legalities back of... Him saying, have this house that's not mine. Okay. Is this what happens in divorce court? Just all the time. Like, just if I had a dollar for every house that my clients... Ta- like, okay, so let me just think through this logically. And I hate to sound like a lawyer, but, you know. This is why we invite you here, here to your also own home. Also, my great personality and this yeah, is my Yeah, and house. you're charging us $1,500 <laughs> an hour too, so... Yeah, for now, could be more for you in a minute. So, this is where I was lost. One... You don't just give someone a house. There's a whole process. Like, you've got to sign forms. Kane had to sign some forms <laughs> as the purchaser. Like, he didn't seem to... Be. I, don't, I don't know if Pierce has a mortgage on the house. I suspect he... Well, maybe he doesn't. But if he does, Kane's going to have to get a broker, refinance the mortgage. You know, you don't just transfer a house without a mortgage. Where there was a mention of a conveyancer. There was, yeah. 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 But I was also like, oh, mate... Kane. What's the settlement period? Yeah, and like, you don't. <laughs> Two days. Oh, God, it hurt my head. But also, Kane's a dum dum. Like, you don't just go, oh, in a house. Like, 
he's got some stuff to do. And, like, does Kane want to play the council rates, the utilities? Like, mm, you no. don't just get a house. He could, what could have been fun too is Kane could have said, I want all the the um, fixtures in this. I want everything oh, that's fixtures not. fixtures and fittings. I want nothing. Or I want everything that's not nailed down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want the helmets and the The, 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 Co- the Kogan TV in Hendrix's room. That's right. But also, I mean, oh, God, this hurts And you've got to change where you vote. Like, there's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> change your address, the utilities. Like, He's going to be forwarding Brennan mail for the rest of the year. I, love, I know. I love all this basic normal stuff that people have to do when they buy a house. I love putting this on the neighbour's villain yeah. of the yeah. week. Like, the fact that he has a conveyancer. I really enjoyed that. And CJ's favourite moment the other week was when, um, so Hendrix was trying to square away his debt, so he stole a necklace that his dad gave to his mistress and tried to say, here, this is worth more than the 10 grand I owe you, buddy. Here it is. And Cain was like, so you expect me to go and have this valued and sell it? Like, give me the emotional labour. But he was like, he didn't have time for that. He's trying to be Christy Thomas and have regularly scheduled Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Babysitter's Club blackjack meetings. Yeah, Mm. true. I actually can't even speak because it hurts my head so much. Like, Hendrix, you don't own the house up. Even if Hendrix had a conveyancer, the conveyancer's going to be like, oh, I'm just going to do a title search. (laughs) Oh, who owns this house? Oh, Bachelor Tim and Kirk Pengilly's daughter. Not you. He transferred it over to Chloe. I really hope that's on the title. Oh, it's so funny. (laughs) What Bachelor Tim and Kirk Pengilly's daughter. And Chloe, by the way, is hosting... Real estate tours on Christmas, literal Christmas Day. I She's mean, like, who's going to that? No. Someone wants to see this to, for, to, for a rental. They don't even put all the pictures up for a rental. You've got like one picture of half a kitchen table. But I love as well, like, it was like when you've been, you know, you're getting attacked by a standover man and you have to use the word, oh, uh, I haven't, uh, the conveyancer hasn't filled out the form. It's like, <laughs> when does that happen? Yeah, like. Fast forward. Hendrix is in over his head. He sees in one of the handbags of the blackjack game. Dude. Love a, it. a gun. Love it. Can I say, I was lost for a minute there yeah. because I was like, so the woman who came in late, mm. I assume it was her handbag. She was like Franny Fisher. She's just got a little pistol just but also, for emergencies. A, you know, in the Badlands of the yeah. Erinsboro when you could get jumped any I mean, second. Obviously. Yeah, because the, um, the, we've decided, you know, Home and Away has the River Boys, Neighbours has the <laughs> Lasseter's Lakes lads. <laughs> Firstly, Dude. I thought Kane would have the gun. Secondly, mm. she wasn't even the girl that kidnapped Harlow. Spoiler alert, Chabo. Don't want to ruin it for you, oh, but there was no. a kidnapping later in no, the week. Yeah, no. we, didn't, yeah. we barely have time to but cover it. why did this woman have a gun and what Hendrix? I was confused. Yeah, it's not like it's mace. Um, I really enjoyed that it was just chucked in there. Like, I'm a mum and the crap that is in my handbag, right? <laughs> it's like, there could be a gun in there. And you wouldn't <laughs> even know, CJ. No, just, I'm just trying to find a packet of Tic Tacs in here. And it was a handgun too. Like, and they're not, they're not easy to come by. I certainly hope not a lot about it. I've done my time. (laughs) Also, it was loose. It wasn't, it wasn't in a case. And also the thing that like he, it wasn't like she said, anyway, I got a handgun in my hand, in my bag. Like, it was like, he kind of looked at this little bag and was like, I reckon there might be handgun in there. That could have been like a fancy tampon case or something. I was going to say a tampon, a lipstick. Could have been a lighter. Yeah. (laughs) Can you and then also when they were showing it to the, each other, like um, like they were playing around the handgun, and they were like, there was one bit where he like 
dumped on the counter. Mm. And I was like, don't fucking do that. Like, it'll go yeah. off. And Jay's with a handgun. And he presents it to Jay. So Jay is Toadie's nephew. Mm-hmm. And he's just in town for a couple of months because he's bored of his Sydney boarding school. And he's just here up to mischief around town. And he got drunk at schoolies. That was his last bit of mischief. He is the only person ever to get drunk at schoolies. <laughs> and that's a disgrace. Actually, he was underage. He was hanging out with... What's the opposite of a He is the only person underage <laughs> to get drunk at schoolies. That is out of line. <laughs> he's... Uh, it's actually bad for neighbours to promote that kind of stuff. It's... It's bad for Australia. He, he vomited, so he got his comeuppance. Oh, he he's goes, the only person <laughs> to vomit at schoolies while underage. Definitely. Um, he's at a Sydney private school, which we only can assume he's got a scholarship for because this family is just pulling $2 together for anything. And they're paying like, like 50 bucks a week to Toadie in rent, Nothing, living yeah. under his roof. And so he's basically come down to Erinsborough to live with the common people for a bit. And he's just playing around. You know, with handguns. Yeah. And one of the other scandals he did was he hosted a party in his mum's cafe. Like, the bullies oh. at school wanted an after-hours party. And he's like, I've got a venue. It's my mum's. Like, stop giving away your maternal figures real estate. Shitbags. I think um, one of my premonitions is going to come true next week. What's that? So, there's been some talk that Hendrix and Jay have had good chemistry and people want them to get together. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Um, and I think it could be a possibility. <gasps> so, there's a, a snippet saying... You know, coming next week on Neighbours, he comes to confess something else to his parents. I thought it was Mackenzie that he had the horn for. Yeah. No, Mackenzie wants that to be true, but I don't think it is. I think he's he's using that as a cover for something else. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have time for any of that. Because what happens is, Hendrix says to Jay, I'm going to solve my problems. I found this gun. And Jay's like, and you're going to kill a man? Because that's going to create a few more issues. Yeah. So he's like, well, then help me get rid of this. So Jay runs around to the Kennedy house, panics because he hears voices, Bevi, B and Levi, it's lunchtime. They're peckish. Carl Kennedy. They're home. <laughs> he's built. <laughs> On a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> what? No one has jobs here? She's a mechanic. He's a cop. Um, so he's a shift worker. She's, I don't know, she's an apprentice mechanic. So I guess she's not always on. And she is Charlene's daughter. No, but that would be lovely. Oh. No, that was... Um, that would be a great story. If that there was, was one? Madison Robinson was here for oh, a while. Okay. She was telling... Okay, she sorry. is Ellie's sister, Ellie Con- Jodie Gordon's sister. Yeah. Uh, Carl and Susan's niece. And B and Levi, here's where I want to start dissecting, really. So, because he... Jay hears them, flings the gun into the oven. Where's the gun? It's in the pizza oven. Why would you put it in a pizza oven? B and Levi always busted me. <sighs> You know what the precursor to this was? Remember when Jay, Jay went and spoke to Ned that there was a problem and Ned said to him, you better get onto this before it blows up. Ooh. Ned, I love Ned when he has nothing to do. Yeah. So he's, he has no, his drama's finished a few weeks ago. Like he, last year he got stalked by Christy Wheel and Brown again and now he's just making his art in his shed and he's got time to have a coffee with the local troubled teen and say, hey, mate. I've been where you are. Yeah. Um, so Jay is really freaking out. Now, Ned sings like a canary straight to the Rebeccas. Your son's in trouble. He's having heart-to-hearts with me and he can't trust me because I'm telling his parents something's up. So they're running around trying to figure out what's going on with him. And meanwhile, this is the bit that I can, will never get over in my life. B and Levi are going to make pizzas in the middle of the day at Carl Kennedy's Pizza Oven. Firstly, my partner said, who uses a backyard pizza oven? Well, Carl Kennedy. Secondly, CJ, what is the one piece of character information we know about Levi Canning? He is keto. He's on a ketogenic Mm. diet. 
What does he not eat? Carbs. No way. And he's on it for health reasons because he has epilepsy. Mm. So you can't... I can dip in and out of keto because the the consequences are not. Yeah, yeah you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to have a seizure, right? Yeah. Well, you're like, just other ha- than of pure joy. You're just going to have a real nice dinner of mac and cheese. Yeah. But he, he can't have his blood sugar just spike up like that. So are you wondering, could he have pizza? I want to know, is he now, here's my theory of why he's having pizza. He's in a new relationship with B. And he's putting on the new relationship five kilos or whatever. When you, when you're like, stranger, back at yeah, it. Yeah. I don't need to try. Like, Cause in trouble. She doesn't need. He doesn't need to try. He's landed her, and she's now like, you can't have one slice of pizza, mate. Like, what's going on? Let's enjoy ourselves. Secondly, this next part of the pizza is Hendrix and Jay are in a flap. They come in, feathers all ruffled. Like, oh no, we've got to get the gun out of the oven. Got to get the gun out of the oven. We can't. Foiled by pizza. B and Levi are so lovely. Come and join us for pizza, boys, teen boys. And they're like, no, we will not be eating pizza. We are eating Thai food and it's my treat. Hey, boys. Hey. Hey. Do you want some lunch? We're making pizzas. Well, wait, you wait. Got, you got to make pizzas. Why not? Well, I'm down for some lunch, but does it have to be pizza? Uh, kind of, yeah, because we just made all this stuff. Oh, it's just we were talking about getting some takeaway, like Thai You've been really cool with all the bills and everything. I owe you. Okay, well, I'll pack this stuff up and put it inside. Who has ever turned down pizza? Free pizza. Never. No one turns it down apart oh, from keto people. I'd probably choose a pad thai over a pizza, to be honest. Really? Yeah. And actually, Sorry. Michael eats like a bird, so you probably would turn it down. No, I actually thought when they said pizza or thai, I, I thought they'd be like push back more and be like, oh, I'm making pizza. It's like literally all the ingredients I mean, here. they'd already chopped the ham. So yeah, to yeah. be fair, that would be annoying to like, have the to put away. Yeah. Yeah. Mizon plus. Do you think they've made a keto base? Cauliflower. Or um, there's, <laughs> cauliflower, a, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. one made out of cheese. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, there's, and there's a great name for it that's escaping me at oh, the moment. It's, it's, it does have a great name. The fat bomb or something. Yeah. No, a different one. Sorry, you're telling me you can have a cheese base to a pizza. And then top it with cheese. Okay, Mm. I'm changing my mind now. Fuck the pad time. (laughs) I'm having that. So that's, okay, that's one thing solved then. And then, yeah, they did not push back on the Thai. And also, Thai's not a middle of the day food. Thai takeaway is a dinner time food. I've been known to have it in the middle of the day. Okay. (laughs) I I feel like everyone's learning some stuff about me now, which maybe I didn't need to know. And also COVID rules. Like, you order what you need to order in lockdown. Pancakes are an anytime food. It's fine. Um, then my next question is, so for Hendrix and Jay, breathing a sigh of relief, we can't let them turn on the pizza oven. So we've diverted them with Thai. Yeah. Let's go. And this is the one time he's like, go get the menu. And he's like, good phone. Don't need the menu. Yeah. Usually they read paper menus. And you bury the lead. Like there's a gun in the pizza <laughs> oven. <laughs> like, like we can't let them turn on the pizza oven. So, okay, I'll say it now, by the way. I'm interrupting. But the they turned it on with gas. I feel like with a pizza oven, you don't turn it on with gas. It was I a wood like, fire. Yeah, I think it's a wood fire situation. No, but there was a situation where they kind of turned on oh. with gas. Mm. Carl Kendi wouldn't pay the gas bill for a pizza oven, surely. I feel like you don't do that with a pizza oven, surely. I have no idea. I've got a Weber. There's gas in that, but, you know, mm. no guns. And the, that the, you know the reason no they, guns. The reason they turn it on... This is the bit I really will lose sleep over. Here we go. B turns to Shane, Rebecca, Puffy and Dippy come over to find their son. And B's like, take a load off. We're having lunch. And I am making dessert pizza. So they think they've circumvented this issue. But B pulls out the dessert pizza. 
Is she making two a two-course carbohydrate-based meal for her keto lover? Mm. What the fuck is happening? That aside, dessert pizza sounds disgusting. <laughs> I can't do savoury and sweet things crossed over. Neither can I. And I, my big problem when I order pizza takeaway is I always look at the dessert pizzas and go, this sounds delicious. Nutella, get on my pizza. Yeah, but, but I never want it straight after having just consumed a pizza. Mm. Yeah. So I'm never going to ring up a takeaway shop and ask for a savoury pizza and the dessert pizza. Nutella out the jar with a spoon. I'm not yeah. putting it on base. Yeah, be like saying like, uh, "Can I have a bit of food that makes me feel shit about myself?" <laughs> and then can you follow it up with a piece of food that makes me feel even yeah, worse about myself? Just to chase it down, but with, with chocolate, <laughs> which is also now cold because it's been sitting there the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, for like an hour and a half. Um, although this week I had some keto Nutella, and so like maybe she's why got is that. normal Nutella not keto? Because it's made of sugar. Oh, oh so yeah. how how did it be good? It's just like. The cacao and um, some stevia or something. Okay. Yeah, you sound like but Gary Canning. It was really piece. good, and I added it out of the jar. Like I feel like you've like in the dark. It's like you're making moonshine or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like this, like a illegal, you know, Nutella uh, industry out in the backyard. Yeah, I mean, I bought it off an ad on Instagram, so it <laughs> okay, does sell. Well, <laughs> I bought cookie dough off Instagram during lockdown. <laughs> No, no regrets. <laughs> Gluten-free. I bought a weird bra. Anyway, that's not yeah. for now. Um, it's, it's I got serenaded by a bush ranger. So, <laughs> so we've all got stuff. <laughs> what happens? We all had our burdens. What happens? In the next room, we hear kablam mm. explosion. Kablam. Yeah, that's that's what bombs go. And Bonnie, B didn't get injured. Mm. She just got ringing in her ears. Yeah. Puffy Rebecca. Because she's above the title, therefore she doesn't (laughs) get injured. That's right. Puffy's in hospital. Shane Rebecca. So he obviously is standing close to the gun when it goes off in the pizza oven and it shoots him in the leg. Now, where's Toadie's bullet? In his back. In his back. Okay. Twinsies. Yeah. Um, And... Dippy is right next to him, of course, because they're going to have a conversation about Jay. And she turns into wife mode straight away. Mm. Which is tricky, Chamber, because they're on a break because of her having an affair with Bachelor Tim. Mm. Very Ross and Rachel right now. Gotcha, gotcha. So Bachelor Tim is no longer there? No, No, he's in Sydney. No, he's in Mykonos. Oh, that's right. He went to Greece with his daughter. Sunning himself. Billionaires. Travel restrictions do not apply. So... Team Bachelor Team's Island was where Millsy did the. Mm. Yeah, that, that was just in like near Phillip Island. I don't know, but like in reality, like in, like the character of Bachelor Team was that his mad like his his yeah. Epstein Island yeah. was where Millsy went <laughs> yeah. mad. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. way. Yeah, huh. we should start using their their fake names. We mentioned. <laughs> I'm confused now, and I know what's going on. <laughs> Can we mention he's a chiropractor, therefore a witch doctor? Can yeah. we mention that? Yeah. I've mentioned it many times. Go awesome. Chiropractor. Perfect. I thought he was just like a beautiful man. Sometimes you can be two things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> My yeah. chiropractor is also beautiful. Yeah, no, it's a burden we all and hold. And Chamber doesn't um, even know the bit where he was replaced by Don Harney because of, he got oh. stuck in Byron in lockdown with his oh, wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Anyway. My favourite episodes of Neighbours are normally when junk time's on because I love listening to Vaya not being able to control the situation. Turns out you don't need to have your whole podcast on. <laughs> Just Michael will do it. Oh, then I'll have Beck talking. there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, no, it's fine. It's so it's, this is great. And I'm not even trying to control it. That's the beauty of where I am now in my zen. I mean, as a busy mother, I don't mm-hmm. have time. To, I, don't, I can't control this. I can't control when my son's going to wake up. Like, 
No. I've got to let a few things go. Let this is one of them. Us. <laughs> this, yeah, this is one of them. But I love how you, we can just go anywhere. You yeah, can get a free large chips at our bottle and bird. I can tell oh, you. What's it called? When my when I would gravy. get angry and annoyed when I was a little kid, my mum would say, "Come down, come down, come down, come down." So they were at any stage. Feel free to say if I talk too much, "Come down, come down, come okay. down." I was going to say, down. but don't you ever fucking tell me to calm down? That would make me the opposite no, no, no. of calm down. No, that would be me. Yeah, like um, saying that she was saying that to me. Beck, I feel you got excited when we mentioned Puffy. Can you talk about the hospital scenes? <laughs> well, one of my favourite things is Amy being back because I love yes, Amy. This is just into Stapleton. I love her being back. Anyway, so Puffy and Dippy are on a break. So him and Amy are dating, I guess. They went on half a date. Half a date, yes. They so, have also had half the intercourse in a room. Yes, they did. Um, yeah. It like was in and out. Kate, our regular co-host, t- termed it as they were mid-hump. Mm. When oh, they when Dippy opened mump. the door, they had mumps. <laughs> as moving on, so when Puffy was in hospital, Dippy was there. But of course, Amy turned up, and I, for one, could not have enjoyed that better. And I thought, what would I do? So if I was dating a guy that was still married to his wife, and he had got shot in the leg from an exploding pizza oven that his son's best friend hid in there, shot by an oven. Yep. What would I do? I would 100% do exactly what Amy did and rock up at the hospital with two bunches of flowers <laughs> and make decide. my presence fully known when it was not wanted. Would you wear that dress she wore on the second day? I very can, much or would, can, CJ. I, can we find out? I want that dress. It's the pink puffy sleeves. <gasps> so good. It, like, it looks like a little princess dress. And I love – so Dippy, they always have her dress like the other woman. So yeah. she was copying Chloe's hairstyle and now she's got Amy's puffy sleeves, but in she black. She does actually. Although, you know what? Well done, Shane Rebecca. Like, yes, you were shot in the leg with a pizza oven gun, but you <laughs> have got two of the most attractive women I've ever seen in my life fighting over you. That is not for nothing. No. He should get shot again just to keep that charade <laughs> yeah. up of how he's getting these birds, he, honestly. He started 2020 sad that he his engineering degree was beyond him and then he turned to the drugs, speed, and he got a speed addiction and then that drove his wife into another man. And But 2021, Literally. looking up for him. What a time he's oh, having. Mm. Everything's coming up puffy, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Including the sleeves. Yes. Yes. Excellent. <gasps> and how about, what did Amy come in and refer to Shane as dropping the old babe. Oh, but and she also called him hot stuff earlier yes, on yes. in the week. Oh, yeah, in and front then of said, Dippy. oh, we were talking about chilli sauce, that old chestnut. And then gave microwave advice. Funnily enough, microwave advice that I think is, I've given that advice to people, so I thought, <laughs> gosh, it's weird that she thinks that's weird. I actually really like Amy and Shane, and mm. I was about to say something, but I feel like someone will see it on Twitter if I say oh, yeah. about Ooh. Redacted. Redacted. Um, um, I like them too. I like everyone. <laughs> Just yeah. them to live in like a commune or something. I like to comment. They made a face right yeah. there. I like everybody associated with the show. Everyone is great. All the actors are yeah, great. They great. are not the characters everyone, and they're all great. Yeah, just everyone keep doing the PR that you're doing. Um, hmm. I think it's fun to see a different dynamic. Like we have the long-term married couples and it's sometimes it's fun when they break up and get to see other people. Now, one question I have been meaning to ask you girls, and I was glad to come back, Thanks. is thank you. I get confused about people's ages. Oh, yes. I'm all over this. Okay. So Shane, how old is Shane? Oh, okay. I said I'm all over it. I'm not really. <laughs> um, we think he's like mid-40s. Well, Toadie is 
40, 40-ish. 40-ish. I think he's probably Tony's 40. Tony's our age. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, my age. Some <laughs> people's ages in this room. Yeah. Let's just say Tony's late 30s, 40. Yeah. So Shane's older than him. Yeah, a couple of years older. And Amy is the same age as Toady? Yeah, because mm. they were in school okay, together. Okay, so that's all above board. Yeah, mm. and Dippy in real life just turned 32 or 33. Stop it. Um, wow. But he's playing a woman in her 40s. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. everything's above board. Yeah. For a minute I thought Amy was much younger than Shane, but she's not. She just is, has a very youthful exuberance. I love her. Yeah. Um, I don't know why she's neglecting her children to come down and design uniforms for a Melbourne hotel chain. Sorry, now she's got two children to two gay husbands? Possibly three. Mm. Three on three, but Very I'm much sure. seems like how my life's going to turn out. So I, <laughs> maybe I find her too relatable, but love that for her, actually. Love that for her. And she's very knowledgeable of the breakup and dating other people and co-parenting and all of that. So yeah. this, she's a great person to guide Shane through this phase of his life now puffy's fine he's gonna be fine everyone's fine he's more but than fine unless he gets his full yeah, <laughs> the use of his legs yeah all three legs now <laughs> that's really where i was going just thought i help you out there some of us at this table have had wine and others have not one of these things is not like the others <laughs> it's a fun game for you now the truth is now tumbling out not of hendrix he is taking his sweet time to tell everyone that he's been involved in a blackjack ring and brought crime to Ramsey Street yet again. And can't you just tell? Like, the you could feel the minutes peeling back in that Kennedy house yeah. where it's becoming clearer and clearer that Hendrix needs to tell everyone mm-hmm. that he's involved in something where there's been a gun put in the pizza oven <laughs> and it's got something to do with cards and a conveyancer. And Nicolette, I, everyone turned on her, but I was really on her in her corner when mm. she's trying to support this young man. He's in a bit of strife and she's always thought she was a, he was a shitbag. She didn't, doesn't care what happens to him, but she was being benevolent and saying, I'll let you come clean. You take the lead here and I'll – but if you don't, I'm going to fill everyone in. And she really not like Nicolette. Yeah. I think she gets a rough ride. Least of all, her and I are both natural redheads and she will wear pink and red with – Reckless abandon. Is she a natural redhead? Me? No, Nicolette. Well, I'm a natural okay, redhead. Right. She's a fake redhead. Right, My right, point right. is that people of our colouring could not wear red and pink with mm. the abandon that she wears. Yeah. But what I liked is that she gave him 24 hours. I reckon that's what you do for people. You say, I'm giving you 24 hours. Yeah, and this is where she come un- came undone and everyone turned against her because she found out about the blackjack ring and then sat on it for a day. And now that's unforgivable, apparently. You don't want to give teenagers the benefit of the doubt. She didn't give him 24 hours for his benefit. She gave him 24 hours in the hope that no one would find out she was there. She went to fake blackjack, mm-hmm. illegal blackjack. Also, I think that it's actually not on the pregnancy warning that you can't play cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to check it. It's been some years. But what yeah. is wrong with playing fact, cards up while pregnant? She, she's what not playing it in a smoky like when you were like pregnant, like yeah. when you went for an ultrasound, like did they say... Don't eat soft cheese. <laughs> Never play cards. cards. Um, no poker, no gin rummy. Don't no. put guns in pizza ovens. Like, <laughs> But if you make it out of cheese, it's fine. it's fine. And the point where she's taking it right to the last possible second where Hendrix can come clean and she's like, okay, and I love her spilling it. She did it actually more efficiently. We should have just played Nicolette explaining the backstory to Chambo because mm. she did it very succinctly. This is all linked to that guy, Kane. He's been running illegal blackjack games from your house. Hendrix set the whole thing up. What? Hendrix has been gambling and now owes Kane a lot of money. And he bet the house and he lost that too. 
and now Kane's threatening him. I don't know what a gun has to do with anything. You'll have to ask Hendricks. And then Harlow, his girlfriend, Jason Donovan's actual daughter, by the way, Gemma no Donovan. Way. No way. Um, is like, don't want to borrow of you now, mate. Um, you've been lying to me for weeks saying you were working on a building site. That's <laughs> not what you were doing. And Chloe's ropeable, won't look at Nicolette. And the David and Aaron, who Nicolette is having the baby for and with, like Aaron, who was fine with Nicolette fleecing an old man of his $50,000 lottery ticket, will not tolerate Nicolette letting a teenager spend a day to think about what he's done. I'm not going to open the Pandora's box of the legalities around <laughs> Nicolette having that child because that's an episode in itself, okay. my friends. Short version, she's a legal parent of that child. They're not. She's going to run away with that kid. Oh. You heard it here first. To Canberra, where she's from, where she yeah, was living. I mean, if I had a dollar, yeah. But look, David and Aaron have got weird, weird, weird ideas about what is okay and not okay for mm. the mother of their child that they shouldn't be having to have. Mm. To Why do. didn't they go to Canada, Beck? Honestly. It was all squared away. Paul Robinson, a man I don't often agree with. Sorry, CJ. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. The last, except he went back to Total Drama Island, Paul, this week. So let's get to the final bit that we need to discuss, and that is New Year, new abduction for Harlow. Mm. Just this time last year, she was down a mineshaft on Balm Island at the hands of Milsey. I think I'd rather be at the hands of Milsey than <laughs> random blackjack lady, but that's just me personally. Wow. So they think Fight Club Kane has taken Harlow as a threat to Hendrix and oh can we talk about that moment where the legs disappeared up the into the van (laughs) I think think we need to show you Chambo because my partner and I watched it like 14 times no way and then they showed it again in the recap in the next episode like some fucking horrific silence of the lamb stuff are you gonna show me it was like the Wizard of Oz yes um you know when they when the leg the ruby slippers yeah dude someone talk while I find this uh CJ, talk about Harlow going away to a place. So Harlow, I remember, is that Paul's daughter? Granddaughter. Yeah. Paul's granddaughter. granddaughter. Okay. Her mother and was... So that would be the the kids he had with Gail? Yeah, up? Gail. Yeah, Gail. Would that be okay? The triplets. They had twins. Or yeah. Triplets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. So the bad one, Rob Rob, uh-huh. who is in prison for trying to kill everyone and killing some people, I yeah. think. He killed the bishops in a plane crash. There we go. That's, that's why um, um, one, of, one of them couldn't find their target receipt. Wait, they killed exactly, them. exactly. That's going in my book. <laughs> bishops, Maybe that is so just like bishops is in like Harold, Harold bishops, Harold's son, daughter-in-law, and granddaughter. And granddaughter. Wait, so he killed them in a plane crash? Yeah, he put like a bomb on the plane on purpose. Oh, no, so they were He wasn't on the plane, like not like flew them into a mountain, but like no, but he led them he to blew water. The plane up. Yeah, and he was like. He was like that the was distributor intent. of that plane Actually, situation. He, he was going after Izzy. I think it was Izzy that he had bad blood with. And Paul. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't like his dad. Oh, my God. I'm wasting my fucking life yeah. doing fucking right. You're just like, shows oh, and shit. I'm listening to Bonnie Anderson singing yeah, me songs like, yeah, in a hotel. Like, I literally am. Like, I'm, yeah. like, sitting there going, like, oh, maybe I can, like, write a funny comedy show one day or something. No. no I fucking want to work on Neighbours. Like, yeah. Every fucking day of my life. Yeah, they would it's have you. amazing. Uh, why would they turn away the chamber? They'd be mad. <laughs> well, I hope they don't come with the chamber. Um, but I fucking want to work on that fucking show. It's amazing. It should be in your contract that they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Harlow's mum, unfortunately, RIP, got blown up last year. By? By Milsey. Mm, yep. Mm, yep. Fuck it, Milsey turned. 
He, t- he was so nice when I met him at the pub that day. Yeah, your friend's mate Rob, not that great yeah, as it turns out. Yeah, we just had a out. chat. We talked about Hawthorne like it was mm. fine. Well, I mean, this is... No. Hawthorne supporters. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Can't trust them. Yeah. So she got blown up and her father's in prison. She came from England to meet her father mm-hmm. and... Whatever. Now she lives with her grandfather, Paul, and he's really into her because he gets really into his family members now because the ones that are in front of him. He's yeah. like, oh, this one wants to be nice to me. I'll, I'll be nice to them. And That's true. He's got a very pre- short memory. Possessive of them. So yeah. Harlow was down a mine shaft last year after losing her virginity because that's what happens if you lose your virginity. For sure, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what my what, mum told me. Anyway. Yeah, that's what yeah. my parish priest told <laughs> me that would happen. That's why you shouldn't let anyone down your proverbial mine shaft. Yeah, there are many priests at the school I went to that who were in jail now who tell me that was what would happen. <laughs> we've, we've broken CJ. I, I'll, I'll, um, so Harlow, obviously, she's had a lot happen this year. That's not all that's happened to her. Yeah. But she gets abducted. One of the other things, she's become a high-profile member of the Lassiter's community yeah. because she's made it green. She's become the Greta Thunberg of Lassiter's. Mm. She actually is, isn't she? Also, mm. she went to um, America last year and I couldn't even go to Adelaide last year. <laughs> so I've got some questions. Yeah. yeah. And so she gets abducted. She's taking a walk. There was Someone referred to it as she's still patrolling the streets or something. Yeah. P- pounding the pavement. That's or, it. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm stressed I'll walk. And, yeah. you know, like most people in Melbourne, that's what they did because it was the only thing we could do. Right? <laughs> I bought all of Brighton. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, the meme. Yes. I've done all of Brighton. Harlow's doing all of Aaron's bar. <laughs> and um, so she gets abducted and everyone assumes straight away that it's something to do with this card ring because she's Hendrix's girlfriend. But there's a couple of little flags that it's not, I think. But then it is again. Yeah. It's I'm not Kane, be- but it's a different member. They yeah. lost me a bit because I reckon that bird that abducted her was actually the worst kidnapper of all time. I mean, she bought her a muffin and a coffee, <laughs> which seemed a bit like if I'm kidnapping someone, I'm not giving him snacks. No, you know, like I just. And then, but when when a nurturing woman becomes turns kidnapper. to the life of ki- abduction, but also CJ, you're very smart. Um, can you explain to me why she kidnapped her? Because I watched the whole week and I still don't understand. She seems to be some sort of Uber delivery driver type person. She's in the gig economy. She's got three she, casual jobs. She does. She's not doing well. I guess she's not getting a good rate for all her jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's sick of being broke, mm. she said. So she's just going to abduct someone. And she's not going to get sure. jo- job keeper, job seeker, whatever. Sorry, I don't know why no. I didn't work that out. I'm I'm obviously the idiot here. No, no, no. Here's, let's, let's look at Harley's kidnapping. Oh, I yeah. found it. Hang on. Okay. I'm going to unlock. So wait, can I say very quickly, like, yeah. so Paul had triplets with Gail. And then four other children, but continue. Uh, But he also dated a Blakely twin. Did they get married and have kids as well? One of them had Andrew, I think Andrew Robinson is one of their sons. Gail or Gillian, one of them. And Gail went to Tasmania, Mm. is that right? She ran away with the kids. Yeah, she came back for a cameo a couple of times. Really? Mm. No, but isn't Gail Elle's mum? Elle's one of the triplets. Elle is the triplet with Rob Rob and Cam Rob. Is Gail Rob Rob, oh, where's Kate? Mm. No, we're, we're across it. Kate is happy with the work I'm doing here. She'll back me up. Can I just say also as well, like, I mean, I lived in a street when I was growing up and it was like not a very long street, but it was a street. It wasn't a dead end. And never in the time of like the 
you know, 18 odd years, I 20 odd years I lived there. Did families just move back into the same, no. oh, we'll live in 26, we're going to oh, live in 28, we're going to live in 17, we're going to live in 15, we're going to live in 11. <laughs> Never happened. Never happened. Well, I live in my grandparents' house, which is next door to my parents' house, and I moved away for a bit and came back. So, so joke's on you, Chambo. Uh, let's look at these feet. You've got to look at these. There's a series in that. Yeah, there is. Yeah, look. Okay, so this is just the recap bit. It's okay. everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> Wait for her. Look. Here we go, watching the footage. Oh, no, hit by car. Oh, hit. <laughs> oh, my God, kidnapped. Oh, on the phone on the ground. Legs are left. Did you see the legs? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's pause, pause. And so she got kidnapped by the bad poker guy. Well, that's what we're led to believe. But then Nicolette, Miss Marples, it, puts all the pieces together. Mm, by... Very efficiently. Yeah, how does she do it? Well, she just sort of gets a vibe yeah. from this woman and she <laughs> she, she SMSs she her and said, let's hang out. Let's and have a coffee while you're in the middle of your deliveries. Yeah, well, you're doing really badly, so I'll take you off your casual job for a minute. Yeah. You can reject some of your gigs. And, and then she says, look, I think Harlow's been abducted by somebody in the card ring or it's got something to do with this gun. And she's like, oh, no. Oh, look, I've got a gig now. Bye. And, I mean, she seems like a lovely girl, so I hope they find her. Mm. And then someone says, oh, I never mentioned I had a girlfriend in Blackjack and so Nicolette. Alarm bells go off like, oh, well, this... I don't even know this woman's name. Just huh? baseball cap ponytail girl. Kidnap lady. <laughs> um, really clever because I didn't... Like, for ages I was laughing at all those non-speaking extras in the blackjack game. Or they could only shake their heads and that's it. And she had suddenly lines and a lot to do. But she, um, yeah, puts Harlow in a lovely location. like I was a say, nice beach shack. Industrial kind yeah. of vibes. And goes and, yeah, brings her treats and poor old Harlow's having PTSD to enter down the mine shaft. Mm. So Nicolette, what do you do when everyone's mad at you for lying? You just continue to lie mm. and come upon information and not share it. And she doesn't call the fuzz. She runs down to this marina and rubs her stomach with her mm. unborn child. I was going to say, like, you two have had children. Mm. Did you often rub your stomachs before you're about to do something like rescue people from yeah. a kidnapping or I don't come up. I don't think I ever rubbed my stomach because I've always been self-conscious of my stomach. Mm. And so I try and suck it in. So <laughs> you didn't like Meghan Markle. Like the Daily Mail wasn't like, oh, they is touching mm. her. Baby oh, no, the, again. The, yeah. the, the undertouch. Yeah. 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 They um, had a carbonara again. <laughs> <clears throat> um, no. I mean, only towards the end when it was interesting. I think maybe that was to remind her she was pregnant though. Yeah, like this is very dangerous and it's not just me I'm putting at risk here. And also just to remind, to let us know that when she makes all these bad decisions, she thinks about the child Mm. when she's making the bad decisions. I mean, sure. So they they grab her, they bring her to safety, like they they all tussle. It all got a bit... Like, mm. uh, like oh, women, you can't leave them in charge of a kidnapping organisation. <laughs> They're all going to be, you know, wrestling around in there. Then that wins over David and Aaron. That yeah, that was she very said, weird. She said, look, I'm really sorry I lied to you again. And they said, no, no, no. If you hadn't done exactly what you did today, Harlow might not be safe. Yeah, and Paul has reminded us that Harlow's somebody's kid because Paul lost his shit. And, oh, to, to a level I've never, I didn't know he had. We, pour, we talk about post-traumatic stress and these kind of things. Think of all the things that have happened to Paul in his life 
every time one of his children gets abducted, it would bring all of the other times back. <laughs> I'm not sure if you know, Chambo, but CJ is a Paul apologist. No, but Paul got thrown off a cliff by the mafia, didn't he? And then lost half a leg. I said I would have, and I never really I never knew. remember. Harlow's fine, but she's pierced at Hendrix, mm. and there's no hope for him getting her back. That was a bloody firecracker of a week. And what we're going to say for Patreon discussion right now is Mushroom Gate. Now, Chambo, it turns out that one of the other blackjack players, this baseball cap wearing ponytailed Uber Eats driver, mm-hmm. stole Harlow to get a ransom out of Paul Robinson. She asked for a million dollars and he was like, yeah, what no else? worries. And like, He's like, is that all? As Do far I- as we know, only, he only has a couple of mil. Yeah. Like... He won maybe 16 and he has got to have spent that all. I did not think he was as well off as he was, particularly when he went and bought Lassiter's off of Pierce back again. I think he's just invested that initial 16 really well and now he has like almost a billion. So, yeah. I'd like to think that. He was almost like... I was going to say, here's some personal dreams of CJ. He was like, it's a bargain. A million for my granddaughter back, no problem. Yeah. But... They're She's like, one of my good kids. And they're like, no, Harlow wouldn't want... They said Harlow wouldn't want you to pay the ransom. She'd mm. want you uh, them to catch the crook. But what does Harlow say in Nuts and Bolts when she's being kidnapped? She says, Paul will pay it. Yeah. I know he will. <laughs> like, I was going to say, if I was kidnapped, I would probably prefer someone paid the ransom mm. rather than just like try and, and then, get me. Yeah, and then we can... Cross the next bridge later. Mm. Like, we'll prevent the next one when we still solve this one. So it was just this other black, dodgy blackjack player, not Fight Club Kane. Mm. Um, and now what we need to do, though, finally, is we need to award citizen or citizen of these episodes. And what, a, what an array of options we have. Mm. Have you gone, CJ? I am going to award citizen to the private Sydney school. <gasps> <laughs> For not putting the sense in that child not to put a gun in an oven. <laughs> At least just put it in the bushes. I mean, do they not have Bunsen burners up there? <laughs> no, bad idea. Educate him. Yeah. But he doesn't know how to count cards, so, yeah. Shitizen, B, for being swayed out of your craving for Pete's so swiftly so to, easily, turn, yeah. to turn to change the international borders of cuisine so mm-hmm. swiftly. Yeah. Who's running? You're in charge of that house while the Carl and Susan are like getting their flights cancelled. Own what you want to eat and don't let an 18 year old say, No, I'm force feeding you pad thai. Mm-hmm. You go, girl. Yeah. Mm. Beck. Um, I'm going to give Citizen to Amy Greenwood. Yeah. On behalf of um, the hot messes of the world amongst <laughs> us, yeah. that she just really like. Managed the being the girlfriend of the boyfriend who was shot in the leg with the pizza oven gun when his wife was there, <laughs> about as well as I would have, and also looked hot while she was yeah. doing it. So well done, Amy. yeah, Michael Chamberlain. I'm going to give uh, top notch to Dr. Carl and Susan for having a, uh, a pizza oven in their backyard. <laughs> Just by the fact you kind of go like, I've never seen Dr. Carl spend any money. You know, like yeah. you've been working really hard for you know like 30, 45 years now. And it's like, you know, spend your cash, man. Like, you know, like renovate, you know, get but things going. there's thriftiness behind that. And also by the fact that, that like, it's when, when I must say, honestly, when the character put the gun in the oven, I did think he'd put it into the letterbox. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, that's weird. Because it's a swanky, it was a yeah, swanky so oven. I, I would like Dr. Carl and Susan to kind of, you know, 
broaden out their ideas a bit more for the backyard. And I do think it comes back to Carl's thriftiness because clearly they were spending too much Uber Eats money on pizza takeaway. Mm. And he's like, oh, yeah. you know what, we could just make this at home. Mm. Mm. Um, Fathead dough, I just remember. Yes! <laughs> um, well, I've been on, I don't know about you guys, but I've been on a journey this hmm. evening and wow. I think I'm a more evolved person where I've ended up here. Um, people need to go and chat to you guys more online. Rebecca Dahl. Where do you hang? I love the formality of my name. Yeah. Um, come and see us on Twitter at the Bench on Joy if you want summer sport, or if you just like footy, chicks talking footy on Joy. Chamber, you're on the Junk Time podcast. The junk Time AFL podcast, an AFL podcast, but I'll pump up uh, chicks talking footy as well. Oh, we'll give up. you twenty dollars after this, Michael. <laughs> it's a big spender. <laughs> CJ. I'm on Neighbours Podcast. <laughs> um, CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram and TikTok. <gasps> CJ, I thought, I think, I think Neighbours needs to start a TikTok. Can we talk about this offline? Definitely. Do it. Great. Do it. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. Because yes. I've, I've been watching a lot of women on YouTube sell candles on Etsy mm. and they're on TikTok. And I'm like, mate, mm. I, can't, I've got to, I can't have the candle makers of Etsy mm. trump me. On the trends of the world. Yeah. I mean, they've revolutionised um, rap eating in the last fortnight. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Yeah. But get yourself some gluten-free wraps. And, and okay, we're going to do this. Neighbours on TikTok. Okay. Let's just see what we've taken or not. Kate, our other co-host, Remute on Twitter. We are Neighbours Pod on Twitter and Neighbours Council on Facebook where our weekly chat threads go off like a gun in a pizza oven. And I... <laughs> Uh, patreon.com slash neighbours pod for extras that we cut out of this show and put on Patreon. Mm. Only for the for the people there. I'm Vaya Pashos. What a great year we're having already. Hope hope you're looking after yourselves and enjoying the not the neighbours nonsense in whatever form you get it, even if it's in a, a month later. And we'll chat to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. When the moon hits your eye like a bigger pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. That's amore. That's amore.